Ladies and gentlemen, this is not an exercise of vocal fry. My throat is fucked up. It's fucked up. Past tense. What is the past tense of fucked? Is it fucked is past tense? It's like two times past. It's past tense squared. Fucked. My voice is fucked up. And I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing everything I can. I got the hot tea. I get that periodically. A lot of honey. Sometimes I just take a spoon of honey and I swallow that. No homo. And I hope that that would coat whatever fucking irritation my throat is going through. It feels like swelling. It feels like itchiness. I have a horrible dry cough. Not comfortable at all. It's not comfortable at all, ladies and gentlemen. The worst part about all of it is you don't recognize on a daily basis, on a moment-by-moment basis, the things that your body does unconsciously. I'll give you a couple examples of things that you do unconsciously. You might have a fucking zit on your ass right now because you don't know how to clean yourself properly. And unconsciously, while you're scrolling through your goddamn phone like a brainless chimp, you might lift your left arm up and scratch your ass cheek. And you don't even notice that you're doing that. You are just soothing some irritation on your outer dermis. You also don't calculate how many times in a day you blink. You blink a lot. You're probably blinking as I'm speaking right now. There's a lot of things that you do that your body does. It's almost like autopilot. One of the main things that you do that you don't notice you do throughout the fucking day is swallow for no goddamn reason. You swallow for no goddamn reason. Hopefully I'm not triggering any reformed whores. Any women who are promiscuous in a past life and they're now reborn and they feel like Phoenix rising from the ashes and I'm triggering them into their whore tendencies. I apologize for doing so. I'm talking about just swallowing, not unborn children. I'm just talking about swallowing. You do that a lot throughout your fucking day. And when your throat is in the condition that mine is in right now, not COVID, this ain't COVID. This is worse. This is the actual old school flu. I feel like I got a New York flu. I want to go to the fucking CDC and protest all by my goddamn self with one picket sign and a T-shirt and say New York flu is worse than COVID. I don't know what the fuck point that proves, but my throat hurts. My throat hurts. Um, But, you know, it could be worse could be worse. Ladies and gentlemen, you always have to have that perspective. You're still alive, right? You're making it. You are making it. Knock on fucking wood three times or whatever superstition your dumbass has and pray to whatever deity that you believe exists in the clouds that you will make it to 2023. It's right around the goddamn corner. 2023 is right around the goddamn corner. What is the significance of 2023? Who the fuck knows, right? Hindsight will will teach us everything. In 2024, 25, 26, you'll be able to look at 2023 and know exactly what that meant to your shitty, insignificant life. But for right now, because it's in front of us, because it's still a mystery, because there's still unknowns yet to be discovered, it's a magical year. Anytime you don't know what's going to happen, that opens up the door for possibilities, ladies and gentlemen. Embrace 
all the positives of 2023 and be grateful more than anything that you are making it past the finish line of 2022. You made it. And I'm going to I'm going to hold to that mentality. I'm going to hold to that mindset, even though I feel like uh, somebody stuck a fucking pipe down my throat. Although I feel like a, a crackhead that just, you know, what I'm saying had to get their hit and had to do the dirty work to make that motherfucking money to buy the crack. I feel like that right now. I really do feel like that physically. My throat hurts. You fill in the blank. I'm still going to be grateful. I'm still going to have a mindset of gratitude because I'm making it to 2022. I'm still alive. And with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I was online. With that in mind, I was online. When am I not? It's past addiction. It is past dependency. I am melded with the internet. I am one with the fucking internet. Does that mean I'm Neo from the Matrix? God damn it. We all are. I was online and I was uh, on Google. Google's actually the the collective eyebrow of Google as an entity is sweating. There's sweat dripping off of the collective eyebrow of the face of Google because they're losing. They're losing their powerhouse status. As anybody who is, you know, alive in 2022 is probably well aware of. Google is where you go for the fucking answers. Google is what you go. It's a search engine. It's a platform that you go on and you type into the search bar for anything you want to goddamn know. And it's looking like they're losing some numbers. People are now sourcing the information off of fucking TikTok, retarded, or Instagram or Facebook or wherever the fuck else people want to find things that are wrong. But I still like to be a little bit old school until the transition happens and they, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has the Neuralink and we don't need a fucking Google anymore. Everybody just uploads answers. They get the new update and you just get a new palette of information shoved into your goddamn brain of whatever this government wants you to know. Before that happens, I like to be a little bit old school. So I get onto Google and uh, they give you these um, suggestions. First suggestion, <coughs> keeping up with the theme of being fucking grateful. Have some gratitude that you're going into the year 2022. I was looking at the list of celebrities, the most important people in fucking American society. The people that we all idolize, the people that we love, that we look up to for no goddamn reason besides they're on the big screen and they make more money than you. So automatically, logically, they are better human beings than you are. No debate about it. I was looking at the celebrities that died in 2000. 22. Moment of silence. Uh, uh. Little disrespectful. I used the moment of silence because I had some gas and I need to burp. But back to the importance of celebrities. Let me read you some of this list that I have here in my fucking scratchy ass voice. This is a celebrity deaths 2022 list. Remembering the actors musicians, and other famous people who died this year. So fucking important from Hollywood legends and heads of state to beloved stars who left us too soon. That is debatable. Let's let's look at the details and then I'll, I'll tell you who's, who left too soon and who left right on fucking time or who was late. 2022 marked the passing of many notable celebrities and other individuals. As we near the end of the year, we once again take the time to look back at those famous individuals we've lost in this past year. 
Check out our slideshows to learn more about the stars who have passed in 2022. I will be the PowerPoint presenter today, ladies and gentlemen. Just imagine me with one of those pointy sticks and I'm in front of a projector. In my right hand, I have the long pointy stick. In my left hand, I have the remote that is going to click between slides. Use your goddamn imagination. Get your hand off your goddamn dick. Number one, Marvin 80, a.k.a. Meatloaf. Rockstar Meatloaf appears on the stage the first concert of his tour through Germany and Hamburg, northern Germany, in June 12, 2007. That's just the caption for the photo that they use for him. He looks horrible. Meatloaf, if you don't know who this guy is, he had a hit. This is, I'm, I'm just going to give you my take on these guys and whether they deserve to be struck down by the good Lord. Meatloaf had a hit in the 80s. Um, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Very ominous song. Doesn't really get, get you a little bit of detail about what he wouldn't do, but he wouldn't do that. But everything else, he would do it. You know, maybe she told him to suck some toes, to eat her ass, to fuck her gay brother because her gay brother was, you know, he was on the fence. He doesn't know if he was really gay or not, but he needed to try out a guy. So the sister loving the brother so much said, hey, I have a boyfriend. He's pretty good in the sack. Why don't you fuck him? And if you enjoy it, then you're gay. And she called the favor on Meatloaf. And he said, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And that guy's dead. Um, <laughs> next. Christy Allen. Christy Allen. How do I know Christy Allen? She's an actress. Very familiar face. I remember her not from any of the thousand films she's done. I remember from one particular film, which is a horrible film in the eyes of movie critics. I was young and it links up with some positive memories in my brain. So I enjoyed it. I believe she was the actress that was playing the mother and look who's talking now, which is a John Travolta movie about babies the, it, it was made in the perspective of babies in their internal voice. Um, as an adult, I wouldn't rewatch it. But as a child, great memories. I'm sorry, Christy Allen, you were born in 1951 and you died in 2022. That makes you 70, 70, 71. Um, not young. I don't think, uh, you know, you can call that old. I don't think you can call that old. Um who else? Uh, you can call that fucking old. I don't think you can call that, like, you know, death-appropriate age. I guess it is, but, you know, I don't really care about it that much. Louis Anderson. I remember Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson died in 2022 as well. Louis Anderson, um, he had, he was, like, a comedian actor, and um, he had a show. It was, like, a cartoon that I used to watch uh, that I, I enjoyed. So, you know, that's not, that's not great. John Aniston. Jennifer Anderson's dad. Uh, I didn't know who the fuck John Anderson. Okay, he was an actor on Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives ruined many lives. <laughs> Days of Our Lives were for housewives who drank uh, box wine and neglected their children and slept with the guy next door or the mailman or the milkman in the 1950s because that, that's how long that goddamn show has been on the fucking air. It was just, it, I don't know why. It might still be on the air. It's horrible TV. Um, let's see who else. <clears throat> There's nobody I really care about so far. Um, <laughs> it's fucked up. Let's see. Uh, Peter Bogdanovich. Don't know who the fuck this guy is. He's apparently a director. He made movies like Paper Moon, Mask. 
Is that the mask? Because if it isn't, doesn't matter. Uh, Stefan Bonner. This one was, was crazy. Stefan Bonner, UFC fighter. Now, I am not a mixed martial artist. But I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. And my generation is very close to the video game Mortal Kombat. Particularly on the Sega Genesis. Mortal Kombat, that shit was hot fire back in the 90s. And so I grew up loving like Kung Fu, Kung Fu movies, the video games, the fighting games. When I got a little bit older, around like 2005, 2006, 2007, I remember in particular, I was introduced to the UFC ultimate fighting championship which was like the physical real manifestation of this fantasy world where people would go from come from all parts of the world to fight each other and so i developed a quick love once again not as a fanatic not as somebody who participates in the sport but just as a viewer i love watching the ufc i love watching people beat the shit out of each other and then throw their their nation's fat flag on their back and they get the check and they go, fuck the hot bitch. I, am, I appreciate watching all that. And Stefan Bonner was a UFC fighter. I actually remember this fight. It was extremely important and pivotal in saving the UFC, um, that business in, in total. Because this fight was incredible. He fought, if I, if, uh, I think it was Forrest Griffin. Forrest Griffin. Versus Stefan Bonner, go on YouTube, look it up. There's, I can tell you what that fight was about, but what it really was, it was two dudes that were like way too evenly matched, and they threw the technique, they threw the uh, chess game, they threw everything out the goddamn window, and they were just scrapping. They was just scrapping. They were just hitting each other in the face, and it was it was like a real fucking rocky um, ending. It was incredible. Um, so you know, shouts out to Stefan Bonner. Uh, he left too soon. I, I fuck with that guy. Um, Steven T. Witch Boss. This was the DJ uh, from Ellen DeGeneres' show, which <laughs> I'm laughing off jump. That's a horrible situation that this guy killed himself. I just get curious. Like, I, I hear you hear all this stuff. Where I grew up, suicide is not even like a word in the ethos of where I grew up. You never hear about this shit. You never hear about people killing themselves. And this is not saying that people don't have hard fucking circumstances where, or that I couldn't go through something that would drive me to having these types of thoughts. It's just very foreign um, in my culture in East Harlem, New York. There's a lot of ways to die. Typically, people aren't doing it to themselves. Um, and this guy killed himself, and he was a very famous DJ. He was the DJ on Ellen DeGeneres' talk uh, TV show. And... Um, I didn't know him by name, but everybody knows who the fucking guy is. You watch Ellen. You watch the black guy with the cool hat, and he dances with Ellen. Seemed like a cool fucking dude. Seemed like a happy guy. Seemed like a healthy guy. He was obviously gainfully employed, famous in Los Angeles, all contributing factors factors to suicide. Um, big emphasis on Los Angeles. But I, I, I was just curious about that situation. Like, why did he kill himself? There was these rumors that came out a little while ago that Ellen was just like a horrible bitch in the workplace. Was she bullying T-Witch? Was she bullying T-Witch behind, behind the curtain? <coughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on, but, you know, rest in peace to that guy. I uh, don't know why you killed yourself. Uh, if you did, you know, never know. Uh, James Kahn. Everybody knows James Kahn. 
Everybody knows James Conn. Everybody knows James Conn. James Conn, very famous actor, very famous actor. You know who the fuck James Conn is. You know what I'm saying? Um, the picture that they have of him, he's like uh, with some very cool aviator glasses. And he's in Beverly Hills. Um, if you don't know who James Conn is, I think the most notable movie for him, for his performance, he's been in everything. He's in like The Godfather. He's in everything. But go check out this movie, Misery. Misery's a motherfucker. That's one of those like uh book to film. You know, they adapted it into a screenplay, but it was originally a book, and everybody says the book was way better. And to those people I say, get a fucking life and lose your virginity, go watch a movie. Go to the movies, take a young lady, pull out your dick, shoot the fucking dice, and see if she sucks on it. You know, I guarantee that's gonna be a way better experience than you with a, a fucking candle at your bedside, flipping through pages, trying not to get a paper cut. You know? Stop being gay. Misery, incredible fucking film. This movie is just crazy. It's a beautiful film. Uh, um, I'm not going to give you an entire synopsis. To basically, what it is is this guy. He's famous. He's an author. This woman, she's a fanatic. She's a stalker. She goes, tracks him down, um, abducts him, and uh, in the process of her crazy bitch actions, she uh, hobbles him. Basically, takes like a, a wooden block and places it in between his feet and um, takes a sledgehammer and breaks both of his ankles over the block. And uh, that that's just a taste test, ladies and gentlemen. That's just like a little teaser. It's an appetizer for how fucking crazy this psycho bitch was. Go watch Misery. Great film. That guy, great actor. Um, James Conn, gone too soon. I mean, gone too soon. He was born in 1940. So that, you know, Jesus Christ, he's 82. Um Let's see who else. <clears throat> Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter is the poster boy for why any logical parent should not bring their children to Hollywood. If you have any semblance of a soul or an ounce of love in your heart for your child, for your your seed, don't bring them to be a child actor, a child performer, because they all turn fucked up. It's very rare when they're not fucked up. I would point to the... Greatest example of things working out as it pertains to child actors, and that's like Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf went on to be an incredible thespian, get great roles. In the midst of that, do remember, he did lose his fucking mind and made an art exhibit where he put a plastic brown bag over his head and let people molest him. Um, so, grain of salt there. I think if you put your children into entertainment at an early age. You are a sick piece of shit. Aaron Carter, great example of this. This guy was a child star, um, singer. I guess they consider him a rapper. And he was the younger brother of Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. And he apparently committed suicide as well. If you've seen any interview with Aaron Carter, he was always heavily off the motherfucking schedule one drugs. Uh RP to that guy because it's just, you know, that's sad and that happens a lot. Next, Coolio. Coolio. Everybody know motherfucking Coolio. We talking about children's stars. Let's talk about the one case that I didn't mention that actually did go well. Keenan Thompson from SNL. Keenan Thompson from SNL. I think he's holding the record right now for the longest cast member on SNL. He's hilarious, consummate professional, does not have any blemishes. <coughs> Excuse me. That's beside him getting that other comic knocked out in 
in New York because he fucked his wife. But um, beside that, Kanan Thompson is that fucking guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's also a child star. Kenan Thompson. I grew up on Kenan Thompson on the show called Kenan and Kel. If you know, you know. If you don't, you shouldn't say the N-word. Um, <laughs> the theme song for Kenan and Kel. That's how I know Coolio. Coolio was a big artist back in the fucking day, and he had a lot of hits. I knew him for the theme song for Kenan and Kel, so go check that out. I believe Coolio, how did he die? He had a heart attack or some shit. Um, rest in peace to that man. Rest in peace to that man as well. 2022, taking out a lot of greats. Um, is there anybody else that I, I remotely give a fuck about? Let's see. Queen Elizabeth. Ladies and gentlemen, I had a whole podcast about Queen Elizabeth. Long uh, die the queen. Long die the queen. That was in the name of the episode. I'll just coin that phrase right now. That bitch is dead. Great. Uh, the death of a reptilian uh, lord of England, whatever the fuck she was. She killed her daughter. Uh, she's half alien. She is... Um, an evil old white bitch and she's dead and nobody cares. And that's all I have to say about that. Let's continue. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people that I don't fucking know. So I'm not saying their names. Oh, this guy right here, David Frank, Jason, David Frank, Jason, David Frank is, um, he's Tommy from the power Rangers. Once again, this is something from my generation. Tommy and the power Rangers was the white ranger. And in line with white supremacy, the white ranger was the most coveted of rangers. He was also a dual, dually the green ranger. So he's the white ranger and the green ranger. You know, get the subliminal there. The white man always gets the money. And uh, Tommy was what everybody wanted to be when they were a little kid. And they wanted to be Power Ranger. And then there was the other rangers that were just like racistly cast their uh, color-coded uniforms. Like, you know, coincidentally... The uh, the Black Ranger was black and the Yellow Ranger was Asian. You know, put that together. But uh, that guy, I think when he was done with uh, being a Power Ranger, he went into porn and he got like a drug addiction. And I guess he killed himself as well. I don't know what the fuck is going on in 2022 with suicides. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not uh, somebody you should be taking mental health advice from. I think there's a lot of individuals you shouldn't take mental health advice from, but you do that anyway, so why don't I give my fucking two cents? Get tough, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, that's horrible. People kill themselves. Very bad. We should raise awareness. Um, anybody else that I give a fuck about? Gil Gilbert Godfrey, Iago from Aladdin. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, these all these individuals that I'm referencing, they obviously have more illustrious resumes that I could just fucking sit here and spill out. I'm speaking from a frame of reference from self and my generation, how I was introduced to these famous people. And Gilbert Godfrey, I imagine in the comedy world, is a beloved comic. And in my brain, he was a cartoon parrot. And that's okay. I still love him. And I'm sorry that he passed away. How did he die? Was it suicide as well? Who the fuck knows? Um, anybody else? You know? It feels like all these people were just like killing themselves. Taylor Hawkins. Okay, Taylor Hawkins, Foo Fighters. Um, did he? I think he killed himself too, is that true? Jesus Christ. What's going on here? What's going on? What's going on? 2022, the year of suicide. Is this some post-pandemic syndrome shit? Here's one that was crazy. Anne Heche. Anne Heche was an actress. Um... Donnie Brasco, 
six days, seven nights. Look her up. She looks like a plain Jane white bitch. Uh, I'd still give it a dick, though, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't like white girls, but this photo is pretty nice. Uh, Anne Heche is um, somebody who was, uh, he, she magnetized a lot of people from Reddit. <laughs> Her death was like a magnetic explosion that attracted a lot of conspiracy theorists to believe that there were uh, people who were controlling her electric vehicle and made her crash into a tree. Not that she may have been on narcotics and she's living in Los Angeles and cocaine is something that's used uh, pretty frequently over there. But, you know, is it conspiracy or is it cocaine? You fucking pick the C there. Um, anybody else that I give a fuck about? Um, nope, nope, don't care. This guy's old. He deserved to die. This lady's old. She deserved to die. Um, I think when you're like past 80 and you die, you should say he deserved it. Not He deserved it not in a negative way. It's like you fucking live long enough. You know, you're on borrowed time, you son of a bitch. Give it to somebody else. Um... Ray Loyota. Big respect to Ray Loyota. Ray Loyota, um, for anything else that he's done in his career, a lot of amazing things, incredible actor, everybody's favorite mob movie, Goodfellas. Ray, great. Um, he died too. I, I would give this, I, I would take years off of some of those other fucking people and they could have died in 2010 and gave, gave a couple more years to Ray. Ray was great. I love Ray. Um, and the rest of them just look like old people that are kind of like delicious. Olivia Newton-John, that's another person relating to John Travolta that died in 2022. Is that another conspiracy? Is that another conspiracy? Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ, what's going on? Um, yeah, and, and then when you get to the pictures that are like black and white, you just automatically assume that that person should be dead. Uh, when, the <laughs> when the picture they're showing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the eulogy photo is a, is a black and white. That person needs to be dead. That person, that's not surprising. They're dead. They're dead. Sidney Poitier, you know, big shouts out to Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier is the, the first black man to act like a human being on film. Um <laughs> He's the first black man to use correct English on film, you know, and it was it was very popular for black men to go on film and go, oh, oh, yes, oh, yes. You know, Sidney came up there and he spoke eloquent English. He was an incredible thespian, a very well-respected actor, incredible films. He was that man. Big shout out to Sidney. Um, and I don't think anybody else deserves meant Bill Russell. Of course, Bill Russell was like dead the last 10 years, though. Let's, let's be fucking honest. Bob Saget. Bob Saget, last name rhymes with you know what. Um, everybody loves Bob Saget. Bob Saget, very famous, dirty comic. Um, ironically enough, he made all his money in the cleanest show in show business, a show about two gay guys in San Francisco raising children. Um, and... I think that's, that's about it, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, there's other people, but I really don't give a fuck. I really don't. You know, you're calling some of these people famous and goddamn, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, sad story. Uh, the point of all of that. How much time have I taken from you, you sick fucking people that like to listen to me when I have obvious issues with my throat? I'm, I'm giving energy right now and time and possibly damaging my health. 
who knows what's wrong with me. And uh, I sound like one of those fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like NBA stars nowadays. <laughs> NBA stars nowadays, like back in the day in fucking pro sports, they go out there with a broken leg and nobody gives a fuck. Nobody even addresses it. They'd be like, oh, okay, uh, he's hobbling up and down the court. Uh, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody give a fuck. And nowadays, you know, everybody wants to sit themselves up. That's how I sound right now. That's how I sound. Speaking with a sore throat is such a strenuous thing. I should be compensated for this. I should be compensated uh, for um, giving my energy. You know what I mean? But the point of this podcast, why I'm here for you, ladies and gentlemen, I want to provide value in the form of perspective. You could have a sore throat right now. It could be for different reasons. We could have the same symptom and the root of it, the root of mine is my girl went to New York City, which is just like a cesspool for bacteria. And she brought back some strange influenza that's not COVID. It's not COVID. Don't tell me to get a fucking vaccine. And you could have got a sore throat from sucking dick, sucking some strange lopsided dick. And we're both suffering right now. We both have the equal amount of suffering. But if we apply the correct perspective, as I'm trying to provide for you, ladies and gentlemen, you would quickly understand that at least you're alive at very least. 2022 is coming to an end, but you're not you will get to see 2023, 24, 25, 26, hopefully a lot more 20s, 30s, and 40s. Hopefully that's in the fucking tarot cards for you, ladies and gentlemen. And for that, be fucking grateful. Go into this new year with an attitude of gratitude. Reflect on all the famous people that we should worship above baby Jesus, above Allah, above Buddha. We should press these people high above our shoulders on pedestals that are far above our reach. And praise them and remember them and their deaths. And that should give us some reference to the joy and pleasure that we must gain in the moment. And that's only going to start with gratitude. Ladies and gentlemen, the root of love is gratitude. If you ain't grateful, you hateful. You understand what the fuck I'm saying? Is that bars enough? Am I a preacher? Do I got bars? I want to tell you something. I love you. I don't know who the fuck you are. But I love you. You know what I'm saying? If anybody's a continual listener to this Nothing Important podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to the Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. I'll see you next time.